Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Creature from the Black Lagoon, which came out in 1954. Yes. Okay. And we have a brand new, first time on the podcast, new guest. Yes. Carrie. (laughs) Hello, all. You might have known her from several requests that she's made already. (laughs) Quite a few. I, I know a few movies. That's fine. <laughs> Just a handful. Ah. Particular movie was actually requested by a different. Yes, Keith or Bored Now on YouTube. And yeah, but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. I'm so glad this is our last one today. <laughs> oh no, my tea! Ah. Oh my god. This is every time we have a new person, though, we're always the most awkward. Like, I was telling Carrie that's like, if you ever guest on our podcast, expect to guest multiple times because we're like, what are we doing again? It's like we're brand new and we don't know what we're doing. Just, we're, we promise we're better than this most of the time. I mean, this is the first time I'm on a podcast, so. Well, congratulations. Hooray! I finally did it. I, I, I broke that barrier. Uh, but so for the tea, I am drinking the Plum Deluxe Buttery Shortbread Herbal Tea. Ooh. It's got honey bush tea, cocoa peel, blackberry leaves, and flavor essences. And it does not have caffeine because. I've had enough caffeine. Where yes, I'm, you have. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I'm getting. Sl- I'm close to the the level of like the shaky point. I'm like, that's it. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> that's when it gets fun. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that bad. Okay. <laughs> what about you? What tea are you drinking? Uh, I'm not drinking anything quite as fancy. I almost had fancy tea, but then it was like, eh. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. No judgment. I, I just have some uh, uh, good old classic Bigelow uh, Earl Grey tea. Ooh, that's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. That is some good stuff. And I am drinking Plum Deluxe's Reading Nook Blend Black Ooh. Tea. And this one has black tea, rosebuds, lavender, chamomile, and natural flavor. This one Ooh. does, this version does have caffeine, but on their website, they do have a different version that is, it's the same flavor, but no caffeine. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we need to Very have nice. you smell that one after yes, we're done here. recording, because it Ooh. smells... Here. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you could maneuver around the mic. I wasn't going to make Very, you. Challenge Very accepted. Carefully. Challenge accepted. Let me, let me close my boiling tea water. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. This one's our favorite from yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a shit. hug in a cup. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a good tea. tea. Yes. <laughs> yes. But as always, thank you so much to Plum Deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our amazing tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. I swear, every single time I'm going to come up with a, a, a different adjective 
to like describe our tea sippers because you all are amazing yeah. and lovely people. Amazing. Get on with the summary. Ecstatic. Please. Elated. I think we know the summary. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for uh, Creature uh, of the Black Lagoon. How would you describe, describe Creature from the Black Lagoon? Uh, these scientists go to this lagoon. <laughs> And they the talk black about, yeah, yeah, the black lagoon specifically, <laughs> and they find a fossil, uh-huh. and apparently this animal was not extinct because it's actually in the lagoon, mm. and it's super horny for a, a human, a human woman, and kidnaps her, mm. and then they shoot it and it dies. <laughs> the end. <laughs> what, mean, is, what is a siege summary? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I am so talented. I know <laughs> she's not entirely wrong. <laughs> just, 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 just miss, just kind of miss the, yeah. the part where the the whole everything, the crux of the plot happens because these humans come tromping into this lagoon, this prehistoric yeah, killing lagoon, all the fish. <laughs> killing all these fish, littering. Uh, throwing poison in the water, shooting spear guns at the poor creature that's just minding its own business, and the creature's like, what the Yeah, okay, 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 I gotta know. If a creature like this is into humans, does it count as bestiality? <laughs> they made a whole different movie about that. Uh- <laughs> that's true, this is true. I haven't watched that movie yet, but very it was good. actually good. It's yeah. very good, yes. Highly recommend. Uh, Shape of Water, if you didn't know that movie. Um, I would argue, I'm, I will be the outsider argument uh, here of saying that the creature wasn't necess- was at first interested in Kay, because she has a name, Kay. <laughs> we're awful with names. Yeah, that's okay. That's why we don't we're use names. Like, scientist one, because scientist two. <laughs> that's okay. I only remember her name. <laughs> um, I would argue that he wasn't, he was at first interested in her, but then when it turned out she was pretty much just as bad as the other people on the boat, it was more like, I just need to get rid of all of you because now you guys started all of this. Yeah, that's fair. Because, what, they only had, like, those two interactions of her swimming and then him kidnapping her, but yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. Really. But, so, before we go too much on that tirade, <laughs> let's go ahead and officially move to the entertainment scale. Yes. So, this one I'm kind of pulling out of my ass on the fly. Because um, <laughs> I did not think about the rating too hard. <laughs> I'm definitely glad that I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And I definitely would recommend that anyone who hasn't seen this movie to watch it. Cause I mean, it's classic yes. and it's not like the silent films. Like you still get more like the modern, like pacing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I would do it a 6.25. <laughs> That's very specific. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? I was going to give it the same. <laughs> That's funny. But, like, I do enjoy watching older movies and seeing what, at the time, like, the artistry and creativity. And so, it's like, I, I thought the varying shots were really cool. 
like they did a lot of shots from the the water and different angles and stuff like that and it really especially the underwater shots i really got jaws vibes like mm-hmm. heavy jaws mm-hmm. vibe and i will say even though the costume was kind of cringe <laughs> um the scene where Kay is swimming and the creature is swimming underneath and getting like really close and just like following her. That was like a really good, like creepy scene. Mm-hmm. Like yes. that would wig me out. That, that, that was, was very much like a Beauty and the Beast style shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I, I I agree. I really like that shot too. I like that whole sequence, even though she suddenly synchronized dance uh, swimming unexplainably, but still. Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was really cool, and it's like, and she never really finds out that no. as a creature it's like yeah it got caught in the net but they didn't technically see it mm-hmm. so maybe later on the down the line she might have been like oh that's what was in the net but it's not like it's explicitly yeah. explained mm-hmm. or she's like oh my god this thing was following me. <laughs> she she did make a face when they brought up the net and the hole was in it that she was like oh i was swimming in that water <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have been which me. is a proper reaction yes, yes. <laughs> yeah and then, like, I know I mentioned this in the, the previous episode, but can we just talk about why all of the women in old movies get kidnapped? It's just yes. like, <laughs> it's just such a trope that's like, make it end. What it's like, that's the one thing that is a little bit frustrating about watching the classics mm-hmm. is like, all of the women get kidnapped. It's just, it's like, I'm not asking for a lot, but it's just like, it's almost like you're repeating the same storyline over and over but with a different creature well it's like the women tripping when they're running f- away from the thing yeah yep. Yep. and falling and being helpless and ah yep yep like the frustrating thing about her character was in the beginning of the movie they were trying to make her out as like oh she's not going to be your atypical female character because she's smart she's a scientist her fiance is like yeah she should be paid the same as me i'm like all right, cool, dude. We're still um, having the same argument today. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, okay, she's very smart, but then, like, as soon as they get into the lagoon, it's like, uh, she's just here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wasn't really involved in the science that they were no. trying to do there, gathering samples, looking at everything. It was so frustrating. Yes. yes. It's almost like a transition period where they're like, oh, we want to start having stronger female characters, but we don't know how yeah. to yes. make... Because it's like, I, it's like I've seen other movies where it's like strong female characters, but they end up making them like come out as like super macho. Like they mm-hmm. don't know how to handle like a f- fleshed out, like atypical, like yeah. female character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which and really, they just need to be well-rounded. Yes, yes. That's, that's all they need to be. be. But she, she started, started that way, way but then she just stopped. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but my only other thoughts is the, the costume was pretty terrible. I love how whenever the creature was underwater, you could clearly see... Like the eyes of the mm-hmm. the person, but then whenever it came out of the water, is completely separate eyes. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming the person was walking around blind. Like I can't picture a way that they could have seen through those. Pretty close to blind. Um, all he had was these like two little bitty slits. <laughs> and and like in fact, it's because of that. And because in the in the scene where he kidnaps Kay and he's like carrying her through the uh, cave, 
He caused, he accidentally uh, caused her to scrape her head on the cave wall because <laughs> he couldn't see and she couldn't see because she had to be unconscious. <laughs> so they're just walking around blind. <laughs> and then, boom, oh! <laughs> yeah, booby set um, safety protocols were very different back in yeah. that no, day. No, no. And like, uh, I will say that uh, there were two different actors that played the creature. There was the one on land, which his performance was atypical of many rubber suit acting at the time of just straight and... <laughs> but I do agree that I, between the two, I preferred the performance of the actor that portrayed the creature in the water. Yes, there's a lot, there's a lot more fluid. Yeah. Yes, that, like, he didn't have to go that hard for the 50s. <laughs> But I think I put in my notes in there, like, the Doug Jones of scuba acting. (laughs) What's your official rating for entertainment? I would rate it more out of seven. It does have some campiness. That atypical black and white monster movie campiness, which makes it entertaining. I thoroughly appreciated that... Because for pretty much almost every single Universal Studios monster movie for that time period, that movie always brought something new to the table, whether it was like new makeup or new filming techniques or a new story or a new way to deliver the story. And for Creature from the Black Lagoon, that thing was that they decided to film it in 3D. And so they were, like, pioneering not only how to film underwater, but how to film in 3D, which several times they had to, like, use two separate cameras to film. (laughs) I was really impressed with how clear the underwater shots were. Yes. For those, I think all the underwater shots, I think, were filmed in Florida. I believe it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was actually part of what took me out of the immersion, <laughs> was because it was so clear when it's supposed to be the Florida. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But. Made for some nice shots, though. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so I, again, give it a 6.25 as well. <laughs> it was more enjoyable than Nosferatu. I appreciated the pacing better in this one. Yes. Um, mm. It was a, an interesting story, especially for the time period. They didn't do much like underwater at that time that mm. I can recall. The suit. <laughs> <laughs> we all got a comment on the suit. <laughs> Wasn't the greatest. We've seen worst. Yes. We have seen worse for sure. For the time period. For the time period, it was good. <laughs> It's not great. No. <laughs> it's surprisingly pretty well detailed, though. It is. Say. It definitely is. It's just, like, obviously, like, very, like, rubbery, like, yeah. one piece looking. Yes. It does get better in the sequels. Good to know. Yes. The Good suit does go through transitions in the sequels, and it does get better. And, in fact, in the third one, he there's two different versions of the creature in the, very, in the third one. Hmm. There's the one we know, and there's a different one. But I will not spoil that (laughs) for future watching. (laughs) So uh, I I definitely preferred the performance when they were underwater, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, It was a lot more fluid, a lot more organic. He moved a 
a lot more naturally mm-hmm. than the one on land. Yes. For sure. I feel like the behavior was a little weird, and that part of it could probably be explained by the two different actors and the fact that one of them can't really see. (laughs) (laughs) But it did seem a little odd, and we'll get into more of this in the realism, but just the behavior with the people themselves Mm. and the motivations behind them and everything. So it seemed to miss the mark just a little bit for me. But I still really appreciate this movie and what it brought to the table for the horror genre, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, moving on to realism. (laughs) (laughs) This one's a doozy. There's There's two two sides sides to this. (laughs) Yeah. So fun to watch, not realistic. (laughs) But, yeah, for realism, I'm sure there are some details that maybe I missed uh, that you two will have picked up on better Mm. but for me i would rate this like a one i'll say a one wow i'll just commit to a one well like (laughs) we've been harsh today apparently we've been very harsh today um so Mm. like first on like the fossilization the webbing since it's soft tissue would have very unlikely been fossilized. Like, yes, there are those rare instances where they will find, like, the outline of, like, a fish or whatever, of, like, cartilage and stuff like that. But it is... Those are considered, like, treasure finds. Like, it is very difficult to have a fossil that's, like, as well preserved with webbing as this one was. And then also, it was the 50s. How would they have had the technology to determine just from, like, a partial, like, arm how strong the creature was? Because they pull out the fossil and they're like, oh, this was, like, such a strong creature. For all you know, this animal had gigantic arms and then just a teeny tiny little blood. Like, they have no proof that this animal... Like, I do understand that there is a certain level of predictability where you understand, oh, like, this is a animal's, like, basic ratio of features. So based off of this, is like, that's how we figure out, like, dinosaurs mm-hmm. whenever we have partial fossils. But with the, the little amount that we had, and it was a brand new find, they wouldn't have figured that out on the first fossil. Like, they would have had to take, like, multiple pieces. Do you know why? It's called foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, it was purely plot device. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, and then it made no sense. And then another part was these are scientists. So while I can understand, like earlier scientists maybe not appreciating nature or the environment as heavily as the scientists today, it's like scientists overall are known for like appreciating the environment and Mm -hmm. like trying to like conserve it because they realize how important it is but so the scientists that are just like oh we find this creature we need to kill it and then are like oh let's kill everything in the water while we're at it multiple times Mm -hmm. like it didn't work the first time we gotta make it go deeper yeah just (laughs) like there's so, so many things wrong with that it's like I would assume that by the 50s, knowing about, like, animals that went extinct and, like, other mistakes that 
scientists from previous generations made that they would have learned and be like, maybe this isn't the greatest idea. And it's like, I feel like nowadays scientists would be like, hell no, we're not going to do that. You realize you're talking about humans, right? <laughs> yeah, but I... I know, I, I get where you're coming from, but... I mean, they would have to be extremely crappy scientists. Like, they should not be in the field if they're, if their first conclusion is, we must kill everything. Like Darwin eating all his animals. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really weird <laughs> thing I learned about. Yeah. I, I would agree on that front. They were pretty lackluster scientists. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't know. Um... And then, I mean, you know, some of the the reactions. Like, I love how they kind of switch back and forth between, like, we're going to kill it, we're going to capture it, we're going to kill it. And then, like, the the cage that they had the creature in. Like, did they even try? No. Like, they they had someone guarding it. And then as soon as the guy looked away, the creature had no problems whatsoever getting out. Because the creature was clearly smarter than all the scientists on the boat. Yeah. And then, of course... movie's got a movie. And then, of course, can we talk about the fact that, like, just the, the whole, like, idea of the creature itself, it's like... I would think it would make more sense to associate it with, like, the aquatic ape theory or, like, a what we were talking about before recording, like, an amphibian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just... Or, like, a whale situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, that's what I got. <laughs> as I think for my rating, I, I don't think I'll be quite as harsh. <laughs> I would give it more of, like... Like a 3.5, maybe soft 4, because some of the things where the scientists are sitting there talking about scientific things, especially for the time period, were very accurate. Like when they were talking about the lungfish, or that other prehistoric fish, or how evolution works. All of that was accurate. And even, like, they didn't even have to do the whole thing with, like, the scuba uh, techniques of, oh, they have to wait before coming back up to prevent the bins. That's true. They didn't have to do that, but they did. But there are other parts in it where it's like, oh, no. Damn it, I was too harsh. Okay, I'll write the two at 2.5. That's okay. my final answer. Anyways, go on. Um... Yeah, like just just the handling of the fossil. It's like, oh, let me. We found this whole entire like forearm hand thing, like just this of a creature. Let me break it off. <laughs> that was one of the things that annoyed me the absolute most. Yeah, handle it and jostle it with my hands. And also, when I go to present it to my other fellow scientists, have it staked on a metal pole (laughs) to show off to my scientist friends instead of just being like yo we found a giant hand let's leave the hand here (laughs) so we can find the rest of it yes but they did it (laughs) and then when they were trying to find the rest of it they're going in with freaking pickaxes yeah (laughs) it's like and no licking of rocks none none I'm yeah. so disappointed. I, I learned about that today. <laughs> I I do wish we saved that. I for know, this I did too. Now. Uh, yes. 
I was just like, what? Yeah, she had <laughs> never heard of that like before. A yeah. To find out if it's a fossil. But okay, if your tongue gets stuck on it, then how do you like unstick it? It's not glue. Because <laughs> so, whenever you say that, I think of like a Christmas story, like he's stuck to the pole, like, yeah, let me out. No, no. it's not frozen. It's no. just porous. It's just porous. Like, it'll, it'll if have it doesn't, a slight stickiness. Yeah, if it doesn't tongue. glide across the thing, yeah. then it's a fossil. If it glides across the rock, it's rock. Yeah. I, I have to also <laughs> wonder, like, I'm concerned because, like, depending on where the fossil is, like, you don't know what, like, there could be lead. There could be, like, dangerous, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, the joy of being a geologist. geologist. Yep. You yep. never know what you're going to lick. <laughs> How many licks to the center of a fossil? It's just roulette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just rock roulette. <laughs> You're like, let's test how strong evolution is. Yeah. <laughs> or how strong my immune system is. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I, I, they only really lick rocks when they're like actively like in areas where there could be fossils or if there's the potential of fossils. They're not like going to lava rocks and going, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's a rock. They, they lick it with purpose. Yes. <laughs> Oh, like all your rocks with purpose. <laughs> One could argue that uh, we typically lick out of purpose for many different purposes. Um, then that's not out of purpose. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's see. What else was I going to say as far as, like, the realism goes? Yeah, the, 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 some of the people's reactions, like, as far as the creature goes of, oh, we have to kill it. And it's like, no, maybe, it's like, maybe what you should have done is when you found out, hey, this lagoon is associated with this fossil, but now there's a living creature that we want to study in this lagoon. We should go back because <laughs> we weren't prepared for this and come back when we are prepared and do your David Attenborough impression and observe from afar. But no. Or if you really want to get in on it, do your Steve Irwin impression. Yes. Which <laughs> oh, he's angry. Yeah. Oh, he's angry. I shot a spear at him. He's angry. Yeah. That, that was that uh, the other... The, the, I don't know if you can curse, but the jerk scientist there, he's like, oh, we have to bring it in. I'm a 50s man. We're okay with a moderate cursing. Okay. If so, we curse too much, the YouTube algorithm is like, Nick. So I can call him the douche scientist. Yes. yes. yes okay, okay, good. <laughs> we are not a family-friendly program. Okay, good. Good to know. We've never been family-friendly. I've tried. <laughs> No, there, there is no reason to try. We are a horror podcast. Like children should not be listening to what us. They should not be they watching really movies. Yeah, just no. They shouldn't like, be watching mm. movies. No movies at all for you. <laughs> just Coco Melon, the worst of it all. <laughs> just Peppa Pig. <laughs> no, just the old school Teletubbies. Oh. Uh. Mm. Those that scared yes. me. Yes, and like the were. baby just like, hey! yes. just like you do know that they made that the people that made Teletubbies made a di a new show oh, no. that's worse than Teletubbies. Oh no! Yeah, it's like way more nonsensical. It's like it's called I think it's called Booba 
But <laughs> if you look oh at it, it looks like Boomba, Baba, but I think it's called Boomba. <laughs> it's weird. It's these aliens, and they're like round and really floppy. <laughs> and they fly around doing fart noises. Okay, that's what you're I can get behind. It's so you have my like, fart noises. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> you know, as soon as you say fart noises, I'm there. They're, they're popping up out of their beds and they're flying out of their beds. Going <laughs> I just hover all over to the TV. <laughs> wow, we got way off track a little bit. Yeah. Anyways. What's why, how would you rate Creature from the Black Lagoon? As as I give it a two. A oh, two, okay. <laughs> I feel like a one was a little too harsh. Yeah, shockingly. I did, I did pull it out of my ass, so I, I tend to like and be either it. too generous mm-hmm. or like too lenient. I know, yeah. In between. Yeah. Um. So I give it a two. I feel like. There are too many unknowns in this and too many assumptions and the scientists don't know how to scientist no. at all. No. Um, and I feel like the... Uh, I appreciated when they showed certain animals in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's the caiman that yes. they showed a couple of times. They showed the gar, which mm-hmm. I did look it up. They are in the Amazon. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was under the impression it was only in, like, the southern U.S. kind of mm. area, but it they are actually in like the coastal mm. and areas and in the Amazon. So good to know. Which speaking of the gar, why didn't they compare the creature from the Black Lagoon right? to the gar? Which would have made more sense. Yes, it's a prehistoric fish that has barely yeah. changed in millennia, and yet they, they compare it to some other fish because they wanted to make it sound more exotic (laughs) whatever they're showing a lungfish I know he looks more like a mud skipper I know learn your animals Um, (laughs) but I I was a little annoyed that they didn't show more wildlife Mm -hmm. in the movie it's the Amazon because they were in Florida (laughs) yes I know they were in Florida but I don't know if they just didn't have the budget for I mean, more animals or what? Probably. Well, you're so good at ignoring the chaos that happens on my side. This is normal. <laughs> like, I was playing footsies with V in the last episode because my phone had fallen. Yeah, first it fell on his foot and he's like, oh. And then, and then I'm playing footsies with him trying to get my freaking phone. I see what goes on here now. <laughs> I see why he comes often and guests on the episode so often now. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so they didn't show many animals. It's the it's supposed to be the Amazon forest. They sure had a lot and of the Amazon calls. River. Yeah, they had the calls, but it sounded like a freaking soundboard. <laughs> yeah, it probably, it probably was. was because it's Florida. I feel like the vegetation didn't match at no. all. <laughs> it definitely looked like a Florida lagoon. Yes. <laughs> The water was definitely too clear. It was mm-hmm. nice for camera shots and things, so you know the audience can see mm-hmm. what's going on. But if we can see super, super clearly everything that's happening, 
then the lady swimming on top of the water should be see that the thing is right under her. So, God, could you imagine like looking down and singing like, oh. well, hello. That would have actually made for a better, funnier scene because then she would have been freaking yes. out, which, splashing about, which, turning around, trying to swim desperately back yes. to the boat. Which that's the whole funny thing because she was the one trying to tell the guys to not scuba dive because they don't know what's in the water. Yeah. And then they come back and what does she do? Yep. Swim in the water. Yeah, in I the love water. how... With the caimans. With the caimans. And the snakes. And the guards. <laughs> and the guards. Yeah. Which, most of which, of course, won't necessarily attack a human. Most but of them don't. still. But there have been instances, and I know some people argue piranha, they generally they, they don't. don't. They might nibble a toe. If they're hungry. If they're super hungry, but they're mostly scavengers. So they prey on the the dead and the dying, which I'm surprised and they didn't show vegetation. Any they showed none whatsoever. Yeah. See, like the most dangerous fish I've heard in that area is the the fish that goes up your urethra, which is myth. It's it's not true. What? It's myth. <laughs> what? It's not yeah. true. What? <laughs> we got one. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. That's your reaction. I looked it up. I was curious too. <laughs> I looked it up. It is a myth. It's not true. Freaking animal planet lied to me. Because <laughs> there was this, like, There show. was a guy that claimed that happened to him, but there was no evidence of no. that. It made no sense. His there, story didn't add up. There are fish that are drawn to urine. Mm-hmm. So if you pee in the water, they show up, and they're like, ooh, urine. But uh, it's not unusual in that area for locals to be like, oh, be careful of that fish. It'll mm-hmm. swim up and everything. But it doesn't actually happen. Yeah, they they oh. like to mess with the non-locals. Oh. It's like Australians messing with outsiders. Yes. It's a common thing. Mm-hmm. So it is a myth. <laughs> but there are plenty of other dangers. Yes. There's <laughs> plenty of other dangers. Brackish water is just... Yes. And, I mean, they were far enough inland that bull sharks wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. But there's plenty of other things in the water that you don't want to mess with. Well, because it's a lagoon. Yes. Which means it's, like, stagnant water. Things are going to congregate there. Yes. No. <laughs> don't swim in there. Yeah, no. Your sensitive parts say no. <laughs> Everything should Everything say no. Self-preservation <laughs> should say no. Yeah. <laughs> and the bugs and... The yeah, there were, yeah. like, no mosquitoes. Yeah, there was nothing out there at all. <laughs> I feel like they would have gotten eaten alive by something. (laughs) At some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they were on land and all, and there are things on land as well that, like, everything in the Amazon wants to kill you. Yes. (laughs) The Amazon's a very dangerous place. (laughs) Yes. And even the locals are cautious Mm -hmm. for a reason. Mm -hmm. Everything out there wants to kill you. You know, just jaguars, you know. Yeah, just jaguars that have the (laughs) highest bite pressure per size of any cat. carry a full-grown man up a tree. It's fine. In, like, 0.5 seconds. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And it's not like they don't have, you know, bugs that can also kill you. Malaria. Yeah. All kinds of diseases and things, (laughs) infections. But yeah, sure, go ahead and go jump swim. right in the lagoon and swim all around with no one else even watching. Yeah, exactly. I never want to go outside again. 
<laughs> You're fine. Thank you, you for finalizing my decision. No, you, know, <laughs> you know what's really going to make you never want to go outside again? What? You know the guard that they showed? <laughs> yeah. Those are in Texas, and they get yes. bigger. They're, they're big. They're, they're big, big boys. boys. Yes. There are some that are longer than men are tall. Mm-hmm. They're and like 300 pounds. Yeah. They're Plus. big prehistoric boys. Yes. I wonder if the, because there was one time that I swam in a lake and I had like a bunch of like really ginormous uh, fish like swimming next to me. I quickly got up out of the water mm-hmm. and the person driving the boat was like, oh, that's so-and-so fish. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm not going back in because it looks like it could just swallow me whole. Was it, it a bass? No, it did not. It was like, it's a long fish. Hmm. So I don't know if it was that. Or Could be a whole number of things. things. Yeah. Could it, have been you a catfish. Described so many. It wasn't a catfish. I don't think it didn't have the whiskers. Well, it's, it's a good thing it wasn't because catfish, catfish are poisonous and they can kill you. That's why you don't go noodling. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> We're teaching so many things. Noodling is a form of fishing, where you go find a catfish nest and you. Jam your arm into the catfish. Oh my god! See, I haven't heard of that one yeah. before. You what? basically jam your arm in the catfish nest, and you use your arm basically as bait to grab the catfish. Presumably, it's best if you get your whole arm into the catfish and pull it. <laughs> See, fisting the catfish. That just seems like a bad idea. To it me. is because people have drowned because the fish would drag them underwater. Well, they're strong fish. They are. Catfish are very strong, and their barbs are poisonous. <laughs> and they can live in absurdly small amounts of water mm-hmm. <laughs> and mud. Yeah. Yep, definitely never going out. <laughs> nope. Not the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. the movie that got Alyssa to stay indoors. Yeah, everything is trying to kill us, and no. <laughs> okay, but that's way further south. Yeah, yeah. That's in the Amazon. That, yeah. You're, You're fine. fine. Still, we're, we're close enough. We're too close for comfort. A few miles away. Stone's throw. A few hundred miles away. <laughs> the water was too clear. I didn't understand why the creature was after her specifically. They're a completely different species. Mm-hmm. How does he even know that she's female versus the other humans that are male? I have a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. The same way that birds can mistake humans for being birds. What? That's fair. Yeah, ostriches do that all the time. Mm-hmm. They have a problem yes. with breeding ostriches because they'll be more interested in their human handlers than other ostriches. Because because what imprinting does and why imprinting is so important on newly hatched birds is when they see their parents. Oh. It's imprinted in their heads. Like, that is what I am. Mm-hmm. But if, say, the chicks are raised by humans and they're not doing efforts of making sure that they are birds then the bird will start to think it's a human Mm -hmm. so it will start becoming attracted to humans yes because like i knew that oh it's like if a baby bird sees you at first hatch it thinks that you're its mom but i guess i never thought past that Mm -hmm. and so it does mean oh man like (laughs) that's a terrible thing yes like i forget i forget what species of crane she was but there was this particular crane that 
they desperately wanted her to lay eggs because she was like one of the last vestiges of her species that would have made a dynamic DNA pool. But she was not interested in any of the bows that she they would bring her. And they think she killed a couple of them. <laughs> Until her handler... You're not saving the species tonight or yeah, any other night. Exactly. <laughs> Until her handler was like, I wonder. So he starts like imitating her and she starts warming up to him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and they use that to their advantage. Some, some very white... <laughs> <laughs> They use that to their advantage to inseminate her and lay eggs. Whatever works. Whatever works. (laughs) I feel like that would have been more awkward for the handler. It was a little bit. It was a little bit because he was like, okay. I feel so dirty. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, they didn't have to like, because before they tried to inseminate her, they like, would have to like hold her down and try to like sedate her and like pretty much force and traumatize the poor bird, but he would just be like, Sup, how are you doing? And she'd be like, I'm doing good, and he'd be like, Okay, okay, you're done. <laughs> Makes it easier, I guess. <laughs> Her world has been completely shaken. (laughs) My reality has shattered. You brought the wrong people to learn about animals on this animal movie. You can hear her little bubble just shatter. (laughs) Do do you want to wrap it up? I need a blanket. (laughs) Just don't think about cranes. Um... <laughs> anyway, yeah. back to realism. Yes. Apart from the animals, just the scientific aspect of it, a fossil gathering <laughs> when they break off the fossil instead of carefully chipping away around mm-hmm. it and trying to figure out if they can, you know, find the rest of it in the rock. And then they're over here scuba diving to the bottom of the lagoon and picking up random rocks on the bottom of it. Because, I mean, they they could get lucky, mm-hmm. and they could be from the same time period, but more than likely they're going to be buried further down mm-hmm. because shit settles. Yeah. And then storms come through and blow other crap in, mm-hmm. and fish move stuff around, mm-hmm. and stuff falls out of the sky because, you know, weather is a thing. <laughs> and so, again, they could get extremely lucky with mm-hmm. a few of the rocks on the bottom, but that's not going to be how you're going to find your main samples. But Jess, that doesn't make sense in this movie. It's a movie. But it doesn't make sense in general <laughs> because that's not how any of it works. I know, I know. And they, they also went into the whole thing of we, we just want to collect rocks to see if this lagoon has anything to do with the fossil. When they found that out, they didn't have to stay there. They really didn't. They could have left. Yes. Anytime. And yeah, it's an important scientific discovery of finding out that there is still a creature that's living there. But so if you know back. it's living there, creatures are normally very habitual. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to leave if it's made a home there. So go get other equipment to be able to observe it better and come back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come back they with a camera crew for all you want. They have all the evidence like, they need. Yes. <laughs> Come 
when you're better equipped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh goodness. goodness. So, so silly. silly. <laughs> <laughs> that was that way too much. But yeah. even even if it did realize that she was female, would they have even been compatible since they're a different species? Nope. No. I didn't think so. Most likely not. I mean, so he would have been very disappointed. <laughs> Also presuming that the creature is male. Presuming. It's a fish. We have no idea. Fish don't it have was, memory glands. It was an amphibian. We male. don't know. They just called it the fish man. Well, if it is an amphibian, then it could potentially, like some frogs or lizards, be able to switch its gender. Yes. Exactly. But since it's the only one, we don't know what gender it is. It's the only one we saw. Exactly. I was confused by that as well. <laughs> that that was the only one we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fairly large for a river like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I demand some consistency <laughs> with reality. If they're going to try to set it in a realistic setting, mm-hmm. I demand... More realism than what they give. You're asking too much of these I know. movie producers. <laughs> I know. It was still entertaining to watch. Though. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So. <laughs> and I do highly recommend the other two. The creature goes on a big old journey that makes humanity more of the monster than the creature. <laughs> Which is kind of the main crux of this movie, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I think in my notes I have uh, that the creature is a wet Lorax. Yeah, yeah, basically. Basically, especially when he looked up at the cigarette floating in the water. Yes. He's like, oh, how dare! What is this? <laughs> I'm tromping in my land, littering your... Whatever that is. Uh, yeah. he, he did attack the other two scientists that were left behind with the fossil rocks and everything. And he did attack them, but they were also effing up his backyard. So they were trespassing on yes. his territory. <laughs> and again, they were effing like, up his backyard. He's like, I don't go he's into like, your house and start rock fiction. Yeah, it's like I don't go into your house and start tearing down walls. And yeah. Going, oh, look, a lucky penny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> that was my grandpa. <laughs> But any other thoughts before we wrap up? No, I'm good. I, I do have a fun little trivia thing mm-hmm. that is really quick that I learned. So when they were filming uh, some underwater sequences in Florida, uh, they were doing it. Um, I think they were doing some of them like in some sort of river or something that was open to the public. Oh, no. <laughs> you see where this is going. <laughs> So at one point while they were filming, uh, the guy that was film was playing the creature for the underwater scenes was like, I need to go to the bathroom. It was like an emergency bathroom break. So when you gotta go, you gotta go. He swam out and he breached the water, but he didn't know there was a mom and a little child next to him. So imagine, you guys are saying, oh, this costume looks so hokey, but imagine you're just sitting there with your kid, and this fish man comes out of nowhere. What makes me laugh even more is chances are the mom had to tell the kid over and over and over that it was safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that nothing was yes. going to get them in yes. the water. Oh, he was like, they screamed, and I didn't see them anymore. <laughs> Just a dust cloud where they were. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> he traumatized the poor child. Oh, <laughs> <man>. hydrophobia. <laughs> that's a good piece of trivia to leave yes. it on yeah definitely <laughs> yeah like overall uh i think it is one of those movies where if you haven't watched it it's worth one watch at least to definitely yeah it's just like you see a lot of the horror tropes and it's just it's enjoyable you you will learn the horror sting after a few minutes of the da 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 yeah the music was da 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 <laughs> yeah. all the nostalgia feels oh yeah <laughs> yeah but thank you everyone who joined us today and thank you so much carrie for guesting you guys are welcome and i was happy to be here yeah i'm glad <laughs> we had fun <laughs> yes and thank you keith for the review and request. please comment mm-hmm. oh sorry request we thank did you the Keith review. for the request <laughs> we, yeah we did the review thank you for the request we expect Last that by one of the day. <laughs> yeah and please comment on what you thought of the movie I told you I had too much caffeine if you'd like to recommend a movie game or tea and keep up to date with our content you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook TikTok and most places you listen to podcasts And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. If you'd like to support us monetarily, we have a Teespring and a PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Plum Deluxe available. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. And you can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye!